The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Rack. Pottercast 274. 274. Oh boy. That's crazy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Live from LeakyCon 2017 in Dublin, which happened... No, it's happening now. We're still in Dublin. We're still there. I love Dublin so much, you guys. This is so wonderful. We're still in Dublin. Everything is so green. We're just sticking it out because we wanted to make sure that we finished all these intros for you guys. Speaking of intros, I am Melissa. Hey, I'm John, y'all. And I'm Frack. We're your Happy Pottercast crew. And this week, we're bringing you to live, live to where we are. Where yes. we are. Where we, where we are. Leakycon <laughs> 17. Dublin. Wonderful time in Dublin. Longest convention ever. It was Dublin the fun. <laughs> oh. Oh, Frankie. Dublin the fun. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This was such a fun podcast that um, we're about to show you guys. We had to sit down with not one, not two, not three, but four uh Potter people. Nope. Wrong. 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 Wrong what do you episode. Mean? This is wrong episode. This we is, published that this? one already. No, this is this is our podcast. This, this is, is when on, we get to talk to the audience. This is the closing oh, ceremony. Son of a gun. We were joined oh. by Paul DeGeorge and we were joined by Neil Cicerega, Neil Slice of Pizza. Uh from oh my Potter God. Puppet Pals. And we talked about the weekend and we talked about LeakyCon and we talked about Pottercast and we did Q and A and it was great. And I'm really excited about it. And I made an offensive Irish sound, which <laughs> which was I think perceived by the audience member to be an actual sentence which i yep. find hilarious stay tuned for frankie's offensive irish sound i know yeah, just warning you can we make that the title of the episode frankie's offensive, offensive irish, irish sound? sounds that's fine <laughs> i'm not gonna do them again that's clickbait if i've ever heard it i would click well, that to hear clickbait that sound to irish people it's, we're going to be very big in Ireland this week, guys. Well, I think just the whole, like, offensive. It's like, uh-oh. Right, yeah. Everybody who also doesn't like Ireland is going to be like, oh, I can't wait to hear what they said. You won't believe what this Pottercaster did. <laughs> oh, my God. You won't believe How many times can this Pottercaster offend you? Click here to find out. Here to find Yeah, I'm all over the Inquirer and Us Weekly. It's been... That's you. I can't but this was wonderful because after a really busy weekend of people meeting each other and, and cosplay and celebrities and the whole thing, we got to really just sit down and have fun with people, with, with, with attendees, with listeners, and that's always super gratifying for me and reminds me very much why we still do this after years. But now, now, if you would like to be part of uh, at one of these live podcasts, LeakyCon is coming back, and this time we're coming to wait for it. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Whoa! Holy crap! Dallas, Texas, in August. Dallas, Frankie, how do you how do you do that Dallas accent, Frankie? Is so good. Offend people from maybe now. Hunter should show up instead <laughs> of you. Hot dog, Dallas, Texas. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many Texas Texas people can 
can this podcaster offend? <laughs> if you thought his Irish sound was offensive, <laughs> wait till Dallas wait gets a hold Dallas. of Frankie Franco Hunter. New people, this is what you're in for. Just holy you know, cow! I wish I could say it was different than this. It's not. It's welcome better. to Pottercast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to the LeakyCon from 2017. Yes. And then after that, we will come back and talk about 2018 and more. Hello. Are you on? Is this thing on? Hello. I think you're on. Well, I can't do that okay. here. Can we check that John's mic's on? There we go. There he is. This Hello. one. So how has your weekend gone, guys? Ah, uh, so good. Yeah. So good. You, well, this is interesting. This is, we've put you guys to work this weekend more mm-hmm. than we usually do. <laughs> doing moderation, bit. doing it hasn't interviews. It felt like it too bad. It's been fun. Yeah. Tell yeah. me. Tell um, me about it. It. W- it didn't feel like more work because it was like, crazy cool things that I thought would never happen. Like, I got to meet, like, Cho Chang, and it was like, well, Katie, but, like, it was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was just so, like, this is surreal. And I got to have a, like, hour-long conversation with Jim, like, Cornish, just a moment ago. Just which now, I'm, that was so cool. Like, still geeking that? out over it. Okay. Oh, I think good. so. Did we record it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nodding in the back. Oh, our listeners will love that. Pottercast <laughs> is going to be just like several weeks of amazing content from WikiCon. It's <laughs> very exciting. Anything you that's, missed. That's awesome because we've had an episode for like three weeks sitting. Oh, my God. That hasn't went out <laughs> because the company was going to edit it for us and they kind of suck. Did so. they fall off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they disappeared. They disappeared. We'll find another like, one. You guys are too complicated. Get out of here. Anyway. Yeah, if anybody would like to edit Pottercast. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, seriously. Open. Let us know. Uh, Staff at podcast.com. I gotta say though, how much do you guys love Ireland? Oh my god. This is my oh. first visit and like, ugh, I can't wait to go explore the rest of the time I'm here. But, Where are you going? Uh, I'm going, oh god, Evie told me how to say this and I've been saying it wrong every time. <laughs> uh, Galway. Galway. Gull, Galway. right? Not gal. Not Galway. Not Galway. Galway. Like, go- she said it was like gallbladder. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Gull? Yeah, I'm Gal- like, I can, I, I, I can definitely say that word wrong, too, so that doesn't help <laughs> too much. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the thing, too. We're renting a car, and uh. my um, friends and boyfriend and I are f- driving around. Yeah, that part I'm nervous about, I'll be honest. Nah, I drove from Galway to Dublin once, and it was, like, I, I think I saw one car once. But it, it only fine. has to happen once that I, I forget where I'm meant to be driving, and, yeah. like... The weird thing is doing the shifting, because you're... Well, your I don't hand, have to shift, at least. I'm not yeah, doing Yeah, I got that. the automatic for 20 yeah. times as much money. Yeah, um, that's worth it, though. But there's also, like, like signaling. The you just, signaling. you find your hand just goes for it, and... Yeah. Yeah. But the rest of it, it's just a highlight. And it's supposed to rain, and, like, my first hour behind the wheels, so that'll be fun. We'll take I, it slow. I get to go right back to work. Aww. Aww. Just Noodles. But I have a cool job, so I don't care. I mean, I'll be technically working also during I'm, the I'm week. I'm just complaining. Right. And you'll be have able a cool to, job. You'll be able to brag to all your coworkers who you just talked to for uh, the hour here. Yeah, it may have made it onto my Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this? Oops. You know, I kept getting alerts on my phone this week, Frankie, that says, Frankie Franco just tweeted for the first time in a while. Go see what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't use, having a good time. I don't use Twitter very much, and so. Oh. Yeah. How about you guys? What are some of your favorite things that happened this weekend? Star Game. Oh, Star- yeah, wasn't that was fun. that a wonderful? I a lot of it. I'm so it, sad. I w- I got to sit right up front, and I watched it, and I've heard those songs a bazillion times, but it was wonderful and fresh and I, I kept gushing to them when I saw them at breakfast this morning and last night at the ball. <laughs> I was just like, I love it so much. It was so good. They did the end of Dirty Dancing? 
Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. They told me they were like, we, we, we thought that it was something you would enjoy. I was like, I absolutely would have, but I had to run. Aww. Like right in the middle of, I was like 20 minutes in and I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. And I missed it, but I'll listen yeah. to it later. Oh, it was, it was so funny. Like, uh, Joe caught Nick and they spun. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> of course and then Clark did. on the piano or the keys, whatever, like he's. Yeah. Your cat? Yeah. My, not my cat. <laughs> no. That was loud, sorry. Um, no, the <laughs> Star Kid Clark. Star uh, Kid Clark. I was just wanted, like, he's such a beautiful musician. It's crazy. Mm. I think maybe some of my, one of my favorite things this weekend was um, sitting up here and doing the Dumbledore's Army panel. <gasps> oh, it was that crazy. was super cool. They were so relaxed and amazing and telling such fun stories now that they're away from the, the junket world of Harry I Potter. I made so our job neat. super like, easy. I can't tell you how long we wanted to have actors like that on Pottercast over the years and while they're filming the movies it's so much harder to make that happen so how like, about Dan Fogler though too that that was such a treat right oh he's, my he's gosh. not you know Sweet. he's still got plenty of these left we assume it's so funny <laughs> like it's like I'm sitting over here and I'm like I want to like assume that you're in this movie that would be really weird if you weren't right and I mean, I don't think it's a secret that he's filming. Well, he's in the second one for sure. Yeah. But what if he dies? Exactly. Yeah. yeah Jacob's not going anywhere. <gasps> Could Spoilers, you imagine, Melissa. like, why would they, why would they kill that character off after all that? There's no. I think for you're drama. right. I think you guys' character theories not that are kind of, right, or not is it that yours? Kind of movie. That when she kissed him during the spell happening, she uh, did. It was it was like protective. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think he was, like, personally, I think he was affected by the spell because how he acted it out at the end when he kind of was like, oh, and kind of, like, absentmindedly felt his neck where he got bit. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't show, like, cognitive, yeah. like, oh, shh, don't do anything. It was like, oh, wait. So I think it was a, more, a little more there, intuitive yeah. and subtle, and it's going to... Well, think about, too, especially like... Especially all the treats he made. Uh, uh, if she's talented at any kind of magic, you would think it would be having to do with uh, the mind. And yeah. so if anybody could, like, with a kiss, give somebody a, a way to, like, not get brainwashed yeah. <laughs> in, like, five well, more seconds. Well, I love seconds. that she saved him with a kiss. It's such a reversal. Oh, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah, and it's a, oh, God, that's great. And Queenie, I have thoughts about Queenie. She really owns her sexuality in a way that women rarely do in mm. movies. And she uses that sexuality to attract somebody based on the inside what she sees on the inside. It's yeah. amazing. It's yeah. great. We were talking about that last night, yeah. uh, John, Bree, and I, and it was really, like, at first, when I first saw Queenie, and she was, like, very sultry, and I was like, oh, this is a little over the top. But then, like, a beat later, you get to know her character, and she's just so sweet and endearing. And the fact that she's such, like, an accomplished and intuitive legilimens, mm -hmm. or Aquamans, whatever, um, uh, that... Like, she just probably intuits and sees character, mm -hmm. and that's why she fell in love. It's not that stupid Hollywood trope where, like, the hot girl falls in love with the, the average-looking guy. Yeah. It, was, it was this beautiful woman who sees past surface just innate by her abilities, and she fell in love with the character of this beautiful man. Also, there's no judgment when she sees into people's thoughts, and that must be hard for people, yeah. you know, because she's looking into their most intimate thoughts and her her reaction is oh yeah that's what people normally think when they see me that's fine like she's just there's no judgment there she gets it she's a full of full she's of compassion such a gentle and awesome 
strong character. Like, I really, she was a real standout from that film. I had that moment too, and I was like, really? Do we have to have the most beautiful woman in existence? I had that kind of like knee jerk. Yeah, me too. You know? And then <laughs> we got to know her, and it was like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. She loves to, to cook. And yeah. bake, uh, and <laughs> which is perfectly acceptable. Well, it's, it's not perfect like for for Jacob, who loves to eat. <laughs> like like he, he even described himself. himself. He like he um, he leads with his stomach or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's pretty. And funny. how cool was that that he was talking about how his grand great grandfather yeah. was a baker in New York? Was, like, um, how awesome. What was, what was the name he said? Oh, I forget. Something Pumpernickel. Something Pumpernickel. And yeah. I love Pumpernickel. That's Fogel's, one of my favorite words. Fogel. Fogel's Pumpernickel. Might Fogel's have been it. Pumpernickel. So I guess yeah. it's his paternal relation. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Really cool that he said, like, no, this is the role. And I love hearing stories. Where just like It's just like Ivana. Like, she heard, this is, <laughs> Luna is the role for me. I yeah. must get it. And the, when those stories come true, it's great. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Somebody um, down in the, the merch room had this T-shirt that was like um, the uh, wh what did it say? You have it here, don't you? Uh, I think she sold out of these, but uh, it's hilarious. It, what uh, is it? Uh, Kowalski's Bakery. Kowalski's Bakery, and he's got the I want to see this. Flour, <laughs> bread, and everything. I'm gonna just break the There's so much here. cool stuff is this down official? there. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Fantastic yeast. Yeast. Oh. Fantastic yeast. <laughs> Is that, that's not what I don't know. I've had the habit no. of putting oh, the microphone up to my mouth when I laugh. I don't know why I keep doing it. I'm trying not to, but I'm all... <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think they it's gave It's beautiful him artwork, too. You should get it before one of yeah. those, you know, find out about it. You guys it. have all been down there, right? To the... That area. There's so much cool stuff this year. Yeah, and there's a lot going on today. <laughs> all... We're trying this yeah. thing this How's year. Yeah, how's that working out? This is a new thing, so, right? Um, I can be super real with the podcast audience, sure, right? Yeah. And just tell no. you about how things go. You guys are going to tell them as well. So when we first founded LeakyCon, we thought that the whole, you know, charging for autographs thing was like, so stupid, it's terrible. Don't, why would people do that? It's not, we should just have them involved in the whole weekend. It's like, you know, it wasn't as extreme as like what I'm exaggerating right now. But we were like, you know, we should get actors and we should, but, you know, they're, they're spending their time. They're flying places. They obviously mm -hmm. deserve to be paid. And... Frankly, in the TV and film industry, in conventions, it is impossible to do otherwise because you can't blame an actor who needs this as like subsistence money to go forward in between projects to go someplace that's going to pay him more someplace else, yeah. you know? And straight up economics of conventions, it is impossible to just absorb that cost. It's literally impossible. So we said, well, let's try and do LeakyCon in its in its full glory, yeah. and also work this in somehow. Oh, and on the other hand, too, it's, it's nice because um, in you know, previous years, uh, there's just never been enough time, I think, to get everybody lined up for whoever they want to see, and then they leave sometimes without getting to get the picture or the autograph with who they wanted to, and now it's, uh, you got a whole chunk of time set aside for that. Yeah, and this way, if the only thing you're interested in, the thing you want more than anything is that autograph, that is the way you do it. And if you want to have that, but also have the weekend and the community, you have options for that too. So we're coming around, we're coming around on this. We're getting the hang of it almost 10 years in now, almost right? Almost 10 years in, you know, it's, it's, well, this is our eighth LeakyCon. Eight? Eight. Holy cow. You so believe the seventh that? year, but the eighth LeakyCon? Yep. Is this the wow. second or third that's been uh, not Over in here? America? Second. Second. Yeah, okay. London 13. I we did, let's, I didn't let's go to London either. We did, 09, 11, 12, 2 and 13, 14, 15 was GeekyCon, so not that one. We yep. did 16, and this is 17. And so next year, we don't know where it will be yet, but 
No, no big announcements today. No big announcements today. We were That's trying. Okay. We were trying to. It's going to be on planet Earth. It's going to be on planet Earth. Yes. We were trying <laughs> to, to get that going right. for this weekend, but sometimes venues are. Surely you could safely announce that there will be another one. There will be another one. It will be in the states next year. Yeah. Um, and then the next year after that is the tenth year of LeakyCon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, oh, you do you imagine? know how many times we have tried to find a good venue in Scotland? I would love to go back They're to very Scotland. small. Oh. They're beautiful, but small. Just do it outside in big tents, like the Goblet of Fire. Like sure, because it never Quidditch rains in Scotland. Oh, well, how did they manage it for the Quidditch World Cup? Surely there was no magic involved to Weren't they in a keep stadium? the water out, right? Weren't they in a stadium? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think they were. Anyway, we would love to do one in Scotland one day. I think what could happen eventually is that we do a much smaller one that isn't like the celebrity thing but it's a fully immersive weekend where you go and like um. you are in Hogwarts what yeah um. yeah we we could do a Harry Potter LARPing convention that's what I'm saying let's just go full tilt geek let's just do it we're almost there already. Let's just do it. No out of character all weekend. You are like, in you Hogwarts. You have to wear your robes. You or must. You get, you know, it's like, get, you get points taken from your house. You don't even get to be in the house anymore. <laughs> Frankie's You extreme. lose your money from the convention. <laughs> that would be I epic. will do it. That's the best scheme ever. <laughs> You're out of uniform. You're out of uniform. Bye. <laughs> no. Peace. You know, when I was looking for places to stay out on this trip, like I was surprised to see how many castles were on Airbnb. Yeah. Which what? was so Wait, cool. Pretty what? cheap, what? too. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, so we got to do it. One, one day, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll figure it out. But it's just, there's a lot of, like, there's, like, cost, effort, balance. So to do, like, maybe, like, a 200-person <gasps> weekend. We can make heads of houses and everything. It would be expensive. It would be expensive, I have to warn, because these things are expensive. If you get a big enough castle, you could fit enough people in there, right? Like... That's like a heart, that's like a heart project for us. We don't care if we like make money on that. That's like we just like want to like make it happen, yeah. but we also have to pay for it. So you can set up tents in the backyard for people that want to just have pay the tent rate. And uh, we have a special friend that's going to join us, Neil Cicerega of the Potter hey, Public cool. Do we have an, another mic? mic. Oh yeah, right, right here, another mic. Or yeah, sit where, where sit where you prefer. Perfect. And I heard this. Hi. <laughs> Neil, your first show in Europe. Yes. How was it? It was pretty cool. I have I had a panel next door while it was going on. Oh, so you heard so that? I could hear the cheers. No, could you hear anything? Any puppet voices? I, I, I couldn't really. Okay, yeah. I, I, good. Yeah. I didn't disturb you. No, it was, you. Just, it was the crowd. Yes. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, oh, oh sorry. go no. Sometimes I remember the first time I ever performed the mysterious ticking noise. Um, we always have to do it. Uh, pre-recorded because I can't do six voices at once. Once. <laughs> I think I remember when I first got in touch with you guys about doing a leaky count at all. I was like, you got to do the mysterious signal. You're like, that's harder than it seems. It is. But then you did it. <laughs> but when I did it, there were just like hundreds of people chanting along with it at the same time. Oh. Um, and that's really weird to hear. <laughs> I wanted to know when you were at the airport getting through security, did they take the puppets out and ask you? That has happened before. Really? <laughs> I, a guy has like swabbed the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best like picture Ron's, ever. Ron's like smuggling stuff. <laughs> yeah, there is like chemicals on Ron that <laughs> set off some flag. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pipe bomb gets you in trouble. That yeah. Pipe bomb. Oh my. It's like a pipe that. bomb of confetti. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so what else have you been up to this weekend? 
just chilling. just hanging out, just chilling, yeah. Just selling stuff and uh, hanging out, yeah. It's nice, it's leaky con. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute, I like this, it's very close-knit. I haven't yes. been to, this is my first uh, time attending this incarnation of LeakyCon. I had only been to GeekyCon and LeakyCon 11. Oh, yeah. LeakyCon yeah. 11, yes. Yeah. Yeah, LeakyCon 11 was a whole different experience because of the end of the films. And oh, yeah. man. You know, yeah, it was, right. Right. Like and by 30. then, it was, it was kind of becoming a multi-fandom. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was one of the first times that started, yeah? 12 really started it yeah, because it Starkid did other things. Yeah. But yeah, that was real. And then 13 was like full other fandom, and then we changed the name. Yeah. So we, at the time, that felt like the right thing to do, but. Well, I mean, for the time, at that time, time, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And now this more back to our roots, home growing. There may be some like striation in what people talk about sometimes, but this is, LeakyCon's not changing names or identities ever again. <laughs> we are. Harry Potter convention. This has been pretty, yeah, pretty Harry Potter focused from what I can right. tell. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense because nobody will do that. a better Harry Potter convention. <laughs> there would be lots of people trying to do fandom conventions. That's what we found. There are multi-fandom conventions everywhere that have been around for 30, 40 years and don't, we can't compare, you know, mm -hmm. certainly financially. Sure. But nobody does Harry Potter like Exactly. I did think it worked, though, as kind of like a Anglophile-focused <laughs> fandom yeah. convention. I don't know. Yeah. Like there was, there was, you know, it was a lot of focus on stuff like Sherlock and yeah, other British, yeah, Doctor Who and other British series. Yeah. That's true. So. Well, oh, there'll always be room for that conversation because I don't think a Harry Potter fan should, shouldn't, you know, we should ignore influences and other things that we like. There'll be room for that. Yeah. But you can always add it to programming. No one's going to like protest in front of it with signs to be like, yeah. this doesn't belong here. This is not pure <laughs> Potter. Get you should here. see our inboxes sometimes. <laughs> It's a whole other world. Um, I don't know if I've asked you this before, but what house are you? I actually forget what I was before, um, but I converted to Hufflepuff. Oh. Yes. Well. <laughs> just by pure choice. What is that process like? Uh, it's, it's made up. It's fake. You have guys. to exchange like your <laughs> merch and robes, uh, a lot no, of barrels. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of like clothing or anything. Okay. So. Uh, but no, my wife got sorted into Hufflepuff on Pottermore, and she nice. was legitimately like kind of upset. Oh no! Because she did not think of it. She thought she was a Ravenclaw, mm. and then, oh. and you know Hufflepuff kind of gets bad mouthed a lot, and she took that you know personally, and she was like, I can't believe J it's like J.K. Rowling herself has reached down and put me in a box. No. And I was like, Hufflepuffs are fine. They're normal. They got a cute. Badger. Yeah. yeah. I'm, a Huff, I'm a Hufflepuff too. We're both Hufflepuffs now. Aww. So that's, Aww. that's how I became a Hufflepuff. It was a supportive a Hufflepuff transition. Yeah. yeah. And it's a very Hufflepuff thing to do. I guess so. Oh, Actually, I guess it I is. It really is. Yeah. I think yeah. my secondary house is Hufflepuff. Um, my sister and my mother are both Hufflepuffs. I'm a, I'm a, every time I take any test, I'm a Gryffindor. But um, I think, you know. I always say this realistically, I think any normal ass person is probably a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Fair. Like, who is actually brave or, like, smart, really? <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I always like talking about house nonsense, so thank you for it's indulging me. It's not nonsense. Me. And I, I put to quotes spell, around it. I wanted to dispel the myth that J.K. Rowling doesn't like, like, I know people say this a lot, that she herself doesn't like Hufflepuffs, but that's, no, not, that's not true. That's not true. She, no, I think it's she, that vibe at all. She loves, she loves them. I think her husband's a Hufflepuff. I'm pretty sure. Hey, his um, name's Neil. Neil. Yeah, his name is Neil. Yeah. When did you guys get married? He's kidding. <laughs> Before she got rich. 
So no, want to finance a convention? No, um, <laughs> joking. Um. I want to know if anybody out here has any questions for any of us about the weekend or yeah. anything, or anything. coming up in the future or Should anything. What do you want to duel? Are you smarter than spell John Noe? <gasps> Maybe you can do some puppet John voices. Noe, I forgot that about game that. has gotten significantly easier for everyone over the years. <laughs> Which, one? Which game? We used to play a game called Are You Smarter Than John Noe? And you had to answer a trivia question. Oh. He would answer it first, and his answers were always like mostly right wrong, but also very funny. Right on target. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, we worked it. Nice. Good deal. I can't really see. So, no questions. Wow, wow thanks, so guys. Quiet. Shoot. Cool. So the question for the recording is, um, how's it going with the other cons that Mischief Management's doing? So when we started LeakyCon, we were just a bunch of volunteers who paid for our own tickets to the event, paid for our own hotel, like the whole, it was pure volunteer. The second year, we didn't have to fly ourselves down, but we we, and we didn't have to buy our own ticket, but everything, we was like, this is the end, and we're giving out every single dollar to charity, and then we're done. And then something happened in the middle of LeakyCon 11 that made us look around and go, okay, hang on a second, something's happening here, and we can't just let this die. So we formed Mischief Management. We helped, we helped run the first VidCon. We helped them create VidCon in between Leaky 9 and Leaky 11. And then we um, grew from Leaky to Geeky, and then we founded something called BroadwayCon, which is now every January or every winter-ish in New York. Um, it's gotten it's gotten real big. It's it's we we don't do the paid autographs things at BroadwayCon. That is purely there's a lot people, everybody comes. Everybody just wants to come and, and talk and, and promote what they're doing. And it's a it's a really it's a really wonderful event. Um, this year we had our first Con of Thrones. It was maybe our best first con we've ever done because first cons are notoriously hard, <laughs> hard and ragtag. But now we've been doing this for about a decade. We knew what we were doing. Um, it was a phenomenal event. The next one's in May. And then we are working on another event that I shouldn't announce yet, but you'll hear about this week if you follow all our social with a large, we got another, there's another large partner that came to us and said, we heard you're really good at this. Do you want to take over this event we have? And we're really really excited about it. So this week, um, check out the Mischief Management Twitter or we'll probably retweet it from Leaky or something and you'll find out all about it. So going well, you know, like a small business is hard. Let nobody tell you anything different for the entrepreneurs out there. It is hard. But I found that um, whenever we feel like, oh my God, are we going to make it? Because we're working so hard and working so diligently, something tends to happen in the universe that helps. Um, and so, yeah, so we feel like we're like really close to being able to have a little bit more freedom to do cool things. And that's exciting. Long answer. Boom. Boom. I'm excited for this big announcement. I am too. It's cool. to hear what it's going to be. It's a whole new area. Did you buy no Whole Foods? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we're buying all the Whole Foods. Everything will be themed Harry Potter. That's what I would do if I bought Amazon. Amazon. All right, forced pun. Oh, that's so thanks. sweet. Thank you for Thank coming. You. And it means a lot that 
you guys even like come to these things because like I feel so privileged. Well, I am very privileged to be able to just, just sit on the stage and like talk about Harry Potter because I love the book series so much. I love what the like the story represents, how the characters interact with each other. It just I just geek out, and the fact that people like enjoy also geeking out with us and take time out of their lives and invest hard-earned money in these things. It's such an encouragement from you guys, and I hope we do you justice with these things. And so thank you guys so much for even coming, and Ireland is beautiful, and so beautiful. you guys' oh, yeah. accents just warm my heart. And <laughs> I'm doing my best to not mimic it. You have no idea I, how hard he's trying. I can't he's, mimic it. It just as it's soon horrible. as he goes into the hotel room, it's like it all just comes barfing <laughs> so out. It, all the Irish people here will understand, right? No, I just I noticed that there's like I never realized before that you guys have a lot of like t t in your accent, yeah. and I just like I can't even I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I, no, it's just I, I can't do it right now. I'm a little too nervous. But I, I I'm gonna do. I want to do something that's completely stupid. And no, I've never heard an Irish person say it. But I guess in my head, I want to go tur 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 tur, <laughs> and it helps. Oh, you me. mean like a offensive cop caricature from the early 20s? Yeah, I'm thinking like a leprechaun, which is even more offensive because they're fictitious. You know, like. Yeah. Are they? I'm just kidding. No, I, um, I watch so many like um, things on online about like what to do, what not to do when you're in Ireland, and like always near the top of the list did? is talking about leprechauns <laughs> and trying to do the accent when you can't do the accent. So there, there you are. But you did ask permission, so I, 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 I did. Oh, and oh, I got to see the Book of Kells. Oh, oh. I want to see that. Was very cool. Oh, my goodness. If you guys have not done that, people <laughs> who are from out of town. That. I don't know. There's no, lots people of from out of town. I have not done that. Oh, for sure, right? And yeah. People, like, and I on the podcast, to, yes. No, I talked to some people, like uh, some Irish people yesterday, yeah. and they're like, oh, we've never done that because it's right no, there. No, I live it's in New the York. The There's like five museums I've never have been you ever to. Where did you win? Uh, when I was a kid. It's wonderful. I gotta Sorry. go again. Yeah. Um, but the Book of Kells was fat. The book is over a thousand years old. It's like yeah. twelve to thirteen hundred years old. Is it in like an airlock? Is yeah, that kind but of at the same time, they don't even need to do that because the materials. You guys are getting a little bit of exposition here. I don't care. The materials they use for this book was made of vellum, which I didn't realize back until then that. The vellum I use is tracing paper, but vellum back then is actually calfskin, yeah. which makes sense because that's what, like, it sounds like the word veal. I'm like, yeah. oh. Um, and then all the inks were these natural things like crushed beetles and, yeah. and rock and copper diluted with acid to get that, that green. And so all these materials are these like legit materials that it stood the test of time. Like, and, and it Wait. was out of circulation for 600 years. Copper diluted with acid makes a bright green. You don't like that. The Statue like, of Liberty. I know. I'm just. I. I. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm thinking about Rita. Rita Skeeter's quill right now, and I'm wondering if J.K. Rowling, mm. who called it, it was like in her like acidy. She. She has like like lots of acidy metaphors for her, and I'm wondering uh. if that's why her ink is green. Good oh, job bringing green. us back on topic. Well, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. But anyway, the book. Yeah. I, I saw it a couple years ago. Oh and those uh, those bog mummies at the museum. Of, oh, I didn't yeah. know that yet. Oh. Uh. Oh, it's creepy. Go see it. I will have to. Well, now I have to get there. I don't Wait, know where is that? Is that? I think it was you did yesterday. Oh, I think we went somewhere different. That was oh. just this little... Uh, did you go to the Leprechaun Museum? No. My friend Jillian did. She said it was a magical place. Oh, okay. She said it was a delight, uh, just a delight to be in. Okay. Yeah. We went to this little church that had, like, this tomb underneath it with, like, these... Um, 
uh, what do you call them? They they were just like these exposed bones and bodies that had mm -hmm. like they said a, you know this church was built like you know a thousand years ago, and oh, uh, yeah it was just in uh, you know right probably a mile from Temple Bar. <laughs> What's that? Oh, right. anybody need a snitch witch? We have a, we have oh, a I want a snitch witch. The official I, unofficial sandwich of LeakyCon and Pottercast. As I it, told Paul. That as long as he doesn't make the sandwiches up here, <laughs> which he did, and I was like, let's not do that anymore. So he's just roving he can around do, with the he sandwiches. He can do what he wants. <laughs> and what he immediately did was make a ton of sandwiches to come sell. Absolutely. I can't even be mad. I get so mad at the snitch witch thing, but I can't. It's like a fun joke between us because they, these guys do so much. I just want to. I just want to see somebody actually catch one in their mouth. I haven't actually I witnessed it. Let's yet. see it happen. Anybody got a volunteer? Oh, it's going to make a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic delivery, it's Athletic called. Athletic delivery. <laughs> You're getting podcast promotion right now. This is going out into the world. Whoa, so many people. So and by the way, I want to apologize again for that sound I made about five minutes ago. <laughs> because I'm feeling very self-conscious and stupid about it. It so just hit you. <laughs> I, just, I apologize. Frankie, nobody thinks that you're... Well, I just... Of being a you're very mean-spirited, Yeah, normally. as you can tell, he's, like, such a bad guy. <laughs> well, it's doesn't excuse best. stupidity. Could I ask you to repeat that at the mic? Because I'm just realizing the recording, they oh, won't that's have right. it. Yeah. And so yeah. let's get... Let's, yeah. It seems interesting, so let us... Yeah, and please feel free to make a line, and okay. let's yeah, just talk about up. whatever you want to talk about. Cue up. I find it quite humorous, the way you're saying about... 33 because my husband is from the north of Dublin and I'm from the south of Dublin so anytime anybody says oh say 33 I say 33 whereas my other half he says it 33 and a turd or um, what's the other one 33 and a turd yeah or uh, 30 burgers 30 burgers? Yeah, as in 30 burgers. Why oh. is he saying 30 yeah. burgers? Yeah, what's with 30 burgers? <laughs> I love it. That's have, the real question. How many times are you ordering 30 burgers? We, we, we stay in a, we, we holiday with a group of friends and okay. there's nobody from the same, we're all from different parts of the UK and Ireland. So, oh, and I'm one girl from the States. So she just comes out with stuff and we're like, Sorry, can you, can you translate that to Hiberno-English, please? <laughs> because you get a lot of kind of like, oh, speak the Queen's English. And we go, we don't speak the Queen's English. We speak Hiberno-English. And um, oh, there's just... called Hiberno-English? Hiberno-English, because wow. it's, it's the Isle of Hibernia, so, oh. you know... Oh. Um, That's why the bar is called the Hibernian Bar. Yeah, Hibernia is Ireland, so... I didn't know but, that. Yeah, and it's, there's, there's so many little kind of weird things that kind of get your heckles up when people go... Oh, you live, you're living in ERA. And I go, no, I'm living in Ireland. Now, if you want to speak Osgelga, that's fine. You can use ERA, that's grand. But would you mind, you know, we don't live, or, the, or you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's funny when people go, because I think it's so cute when we're with our group of friends and we're all kind mm -hmm. of from different parts of the UK, Ireland, and various other parts. But my accent doesn't sound the same. Yeah. As his accent. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm from and that's New York, what's so fascinating, too. And sorry. my accent, I'm sorry. I'm no, um, when I went away to school uh, in, in the D.C. area, I came back and my accent had changed. But when I get in with my family, I'm from Staten Island. Oh, boy, does it come right back out. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I get it. you like, yeah, you can Because like be one of our friends is originally from New York. And New York. 
God, that accent grates on me. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> believe. <gasps> I'm from... Great. No, she's One of like the two really parts. nasally New York, you I'm know? I'm from New York, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, there's... um. Staten Island and Long Island have like the most grating accents in New York. I think she's from Long Island. I'm sorry, Staten Islanders and Long Islanders. You know it's true. (laughs) Um, And I'm from Staten Island. And so, yeah, I'm a little harsh on my own accent too. But, you know, but some people love it. Some people come up to me and these guys, I just love the New York accents. But it's funny because then another friend of ours is from Texas and it's real long and drawn out. But yet, when I'm surrounded here by people not from my own country, I'm going, my God those Amer- American accents, and it just all sounds the same, and you're going, that's a wreck in my head. Like, it's... So, it's like, I sound the same as Melissa? Vaguely. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. that it's all, like, and you're kind of... No? No, va- vaguely. You know you're from the same island. Sure. Well, I have a, I have a hard time hearing the difference. Yeah. And it's, it's so such weird. A big, we're so, from such a big area. And it's such a paradigm thing. Like, it's, like, for me, I don't, like, this is true with everyone here, every person. I don't have an accent. And so, like, there is—I mean, there is such a thing as losing your accent yeah. as an American mm-hmm. if you're, you know, uh, going to do media of some sort. Uh-huh. There is kind of a, there is a mid. The Mid Atlantic. Yeah. It's the Mid Atlantic accent. Yes. It's not really I an see. accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, there's only about six million of us. Yeah. There's like. Wow. There's more people living in London. Times as many yeah. There's more people living in London than there yeah. is living here. Wow. And really? yet, even when we're in the hotel, and I think when you're going to Galway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Galway. And there was a Galway uh, Ga match. Ga is Irish fo- soccer, you know. Okay. Um, oh, was it hurling? Hurling. Hurling, yeah. I no. about hurling. Oh, we've been hurling. hearing all about the hurling. The really, the really yeah. violent one was Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny, because you're so kind of surrounded by all these people from Galway, and you're like, oh, God, we're from the same country. This is really, w-, you know, really the weird. accent yeah. is so diverse, oh, wow. even within. That sounds cool. Such yeah. a very, very cool. small country. Well, thank you so I much. It. Thank um, you. We lo- I mean, we love it. We'll hear yeah. more. I mean, thank you for your, all your no wonderful problem. thoughts. I want to get to the person behind you. That's why I will. <laughs> thank you. Hi. We've got an athletic delivery. Let's oh, see it. Oh, Let's okay. see it. All right. Oh, and she's a seeker. Check this out. All right. Okay. She's two stitches above her head. Paul is holding the sandwich. Do you want to do it up here? Oh, yeah. Call it out. Yeah, yeah call him up on there stage here. Come on. Come up. Come up. Come up on stage. Going to do this. Let's do it right. I give up. I give up all. I just give up. Just, just do it. Just do it. All right, here we are. We need, Let's we see. need Luna up here to do the play-by-play. I know. Play. She's busy. At the she moment. seems to have a little pygmy puff on her shoulder. No judgment if you miss. It's your, it's your, yeah, it's you who'll miss. You're peeling back. So I will judge you. A catcher. Yes. You don't want it to touch the floor. You can. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can make a net. Are you gonna throw it at hands. me? <laughs> Frankie, just catch it if it falls. Here, I'll okay, hold your mic. Yeah. All right. We got the wings peeled back here. With the. <laughs> All right. It's beautiful. Of course, it's a snitch. I've never seen this actually. Here we are. Shouldn't there be rubber gloves in involved here? I'm just, I'm just, you know. She's well washed. Well washed. All right. All right. Catch it in your mouth. Okay. She's All right. Help a puff. That is 150 points to Hufflepuff. That is the match. Well done. Fantastic. No, not peanut butter. I love it, but not on your hands. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, wonderful. Oh, okay. You've been waiting a while. Please come up. 
Hi, I know you were talking about having like an immersive experience, but I was wondering what else you would like to see if you could kind of just have any programming you wished. I want to know what all of you would love to see at the next LeakyCon. For the immersive kind of thing or anything? No, 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 anything. just just at next LeakyCon, if you could put anything or get anyone Ooh. or have a competition, a, JK a snitch rolling. Witch I mean, competition. We have to just, okay, yes, we all want JK Rowling. No, no, but like I'm going to say a panel that I get to moderate JK Rowling talking about the four founders. Okay, then. <laughs> mm. yeah. Besides Man, I, JK Rowling. I don't know. Because oh, that's, that's just tough. a gimme, right? I don't know why. It just something just jumped into my head that I had never even considered, but like some form of like, like a Hogwarts class of some kind, yeah. something the doable the herbology that we club? could make work. Yes, it was so good. Really, yeah. that the would be really interesting, so especially if magic it was is just like, science, right? We can do this. We were just debating this on podcast about like we were talking about Filch and how awful it must be to be Filch, and I'm like, screw that! Like he gets to live in this magic castle, and there's all these things like uh, you know the, the creatures that he could you know hang out with if he wanted to and he could probably figure out certain potions and like he could maybe write a broom like what I, what, what prohibits Filch from being on a broom it's not I don't think that living at Hogwarts as a squib is necessarily a bad existence I think being Filch for whatever reason still makes him <laughs> miserable is a bad existence I mean, if in I was a squib a I'd want to be at Hogwarts in, in the end yeah, yeah. Like, if, it, I was a squib, if you took over his job you'd probably enjoy it yes you know? absolutely but uh, yeah, classroom like like you said, herbology would be really cool. Um, you know what else could you Detention. pull off? Yeah. Detention. Detention. <laughs> yeah, it's doable. Just get some chains. <laughs> some chains. Oh, what about Filch's some kind detention. of like uh, you know something to do with like owls or magical beasts? <gasps> yeah. like, Real owls? That. I would love to have you know, the, 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 the animal trainers, uh, the people that train huh. for the movie. Yeah, yeah that'd so be nuts. I'm gonna take away all the like. I want the celebrity here, you know, because obviously we want to talk to them all. We want to hear about all the behind the scenes stuff. We want to, you, that's a give me. That's a give me, right? I really want to do this immersive thing yeah. where we go to a castle and you walk in and you are at Hogwarts for the weekend. <gasps> a sorting ceremony. A sorting ceremony. The yeah. whole Ooh. thing. That's. Well, got to find the right venue. Got to figure out how to make it work. I want to be the sorting. Well, yeah. I wonder sometimes how much interest there would literally be for something like this that was completely stripped of any kind of celebrity if people would do it just for the community element. What do you guys it. think? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, uh, certainly something that's probably doable, which I think would be good, would be just screen the movies. Have like a dedicated theater. Yeah. 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 That could be fun. Yeah. So yeah, this is an interesting concept. So imagine a LeakyCon where you just went to the programming tracks and we don't even, there's no special guests. And it's just about the community talking about it. I mean, I think it would probably yeah. be smaller. And it wouldn't be like, like the annual LeakyCon. Like we couldn't like devote, you know? It but be, it would be like a smaller, like a LeakyCon mini or something. Well, it'd be fun that it, all the attendees would be the first years. Yeah. And yeah. then the staff and the volunteers would be like the third, the prefix and whatnot, yeah. who are guiding you through. Like, okay, and then like honestly, like no, sort people. Separate from the immersive thing. Separate from the immersive thing. This is part of the immersive thing. Okay, I'm talking head. about no, there, just like separate. another. I'm talking about imagine this con. leaky con that was just the community aspect, no celebrity, yeah. no panels. Well, at that point, then wouldn't oh. it be interesting mm. to like open part of it up to like an open source kind of thing, so yeah. they know about what's going to be there ahead of time because people are contributing well, we the that. whole year all the way through. We do that with a lot of the programming. We have the user-generated programming. People are allowed to submit. Well, the they panels. submit, but then it's up to you guys to kind of go through them, right? Sure. But like, if it was something that you could literally collaborate with people. You know, yeah, it's an and that idea. time up to the event, then. Well, it would be like, in my head, if you marry the two, like the immersive programming 
is the uh, is the is your day. it is immersive programming. Right. And so like ahead of t it would just take a lot of legwork up in front. So like when you people register, we have a, a list of classes they want to attend, yeah. and then uh, so there will be some things that are going on simultaneous. Um, and then they tell us what house they are. So uh -huh. that in the sorting ceremony, they do get sorted into the house they identify with, not just someone picking like, oh, Slytherin. And then we um, never refer to them by their actual name from that point forward. Like, like Alfie yeah. was up here. Remember he said that he was doing his American accent yeah. from the moment filming started all the way to the end. I would yeah. want my real name to be there, though. You I'd would want to be want Frankie it? Franco going well, to sure, Hogwarts. You are certainly allowed to do that, but you know, it could be fun to be a totally different That's true. That's person true. or yeah, like creature. I just I like want it to be that you Hannah walk Abbott's. in the door and it's like going through a magical barrier. Yeah. And I want to go by Grubbly Plank. This like, is harder John to Dollish. do than you, than you can John imagine. John Dollish could, could show up and teach a class on. This is like a high concept, we really Dueling. want to. Like we want to do like a high concept, but it's harder than, than it sounds. You know, it is, it is um, you gotta find the right space. How do you find a space that's got the common room experience and yet fits people? Mm. Yeah. You know, like we, Bree's shaking her head because you've looked at all this. And she's trying to mouth something to me. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna, just, we're working on it. We've got the right wizards at Mischief and we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out. So, Good thank question you. though, thank, thank you. you. Those are fun pants. Yeah. Thank you. I make them. Oh, <laughs> oh, even more fun. I have a card for anyone who wants them. That's not what I came up to say, That's though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't the just come up here Hop for the, the advertising. Frog and crafts on Etsy. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 what I came up here to say originally, I've, I've been kind of sidelined by all the stuff you've been talking about. Um, I'm a witch, as in I'm actually a witch. I'm Wiccan. So from the point of view of like running classes and courses, there yeah. was loads of stuff that you could oh, do. Wow. You could do divination really easily. You could do history of magic really easily. Transfiguration's a bit tricky, but I could sure, pull it off. Sure, yeah, that would be... Charms, chemistry, right? It would be different, but I could do it. Okay. Like, ancient runes, no problem. No problem. Oh, wow. like, yeah, they're that... Lots that, of it is doable. Yeah. It's just science. If you, want, if you want any assistance with that side That's of things, the fantastic. actual magical side of things, I'm right here cool. for you. But I actually came up to, to, to ask him, You've only done the two leaky cons in in Britain, and all the others have been in America. Do you notice? Right, right. This is not Britain. Sorry. <laughs> the One Piece. In in that in that bit. Yeah. Is um, there actually yeah. a term that it, everyone agrees? No, no just Ireland. Okay. Oh, there is. I've run into this trap know. a few times. Oh. The British Isles, strictly speaking, the British Isles is both. No, it's just but, Ireland. But it's not <laughs> okay. Great Britain. That's not. It's not America. Just That's what I call Ireland. It. <laughs> <Not> yeah. <America. laughs> It's cool. It's cool. cool. What were you going to say? Oh yeah. I personally notice a big difference between British fans and American fans. In and I found it in other fandoms as well. Do you feel like that? You feel that in the cons that there's a distinct difference? You're a I little bit quieter, a little bit more reserved. Americans are like, Bleh! that's what, that's, that's Americans. Hmm. We're and way more rude, I think. We are. In general. 100%. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys. Uh, the special guests keep remarking how chill this convention is and that it's nice and that they were like, at first a couple of them were like, oh wait, we're getting, you know, we're walking around the hotel with all the, with everybody in and you know, and at other cons that's been a problem. But they're like, no, everybody's just so respectful and 
it's cool. They just go, ah, nah, and then they go on getting their food. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, I used to work really with American bands, and they'd come to the UK, and especially Scotland. They'd say, you don't know whether they like you or not. Because <laughs> everyone in Scotland just stands and stares at the stage and doesn't do anything. And that could mean they love you or they hate you. You have no idea. I don't know. I went to, I went to a metal concert in Scotland, in Glasgow, when I was there last. And whew, really? that was intense. It was maybe one of the most intense musicals. Jamie Lenman. Um, was it metal? Yeah, it was metal. Um, very interesting experience, though. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, now that I have Paul sitting next to me, I was just thinking about what we were talking about. Um, you know, a, a, yeah, like, has there ever been, like, a Wizard Rock workshop kind of programming where it's, like, you're interested in writing a song from, like, a wizard perspective? Like, here's, like, you know, some tips or instructionals or anything like that. Funny you should ask. Yeah. Joe and I and uh, Brian and Brad from Drake on the Malfoys actually did a songwriting workshop uh, yesterday, oh. <laughs> wait, no, Friday, Friday. Um, and yeah, Joe and I created this workshop uh, for NerdCon, uh, NerdFighteria, just like they had an open call for like goofy programming ideas. And I was like, let's write a song with the whole group. And it's sort of like exquisite corpse style. It wasn't like a, a clinical workshop. It was really like, everybody needs to be involved in this right now because we're doing it. And so we had a few instruments there and we, we asked people to, like, yeah, there's all the um, letter notes that correspond to, like, uh, so we asked people to create a word that would be our chord progression. Um, so our chord progression was fame, fame. isn't fame. everything. How do you do uh, minor. Um, and then it became a song about Gilderoy Lockhart. Um, and it was, it was cool. It was pretty dark. Do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> yeah, we got a recording. Do you have a recording of it? Could you email it to us and we'll put it in the Pottercast? Staff at oh. Pottercast.com. Thank you. It wasn't in a studio. That's fine. It's not a studio recording. Do you remember the non-studio recordings we've played on Pottercast from you guys before? Oh, you mean... Pottercast. Yeah, the theme song, the jingles Smelly we wrote cat, for you. The jingles. Yeah, I do remember those very Can well. Can you do I, some of those? I, it hurt my feelings when you stopped using them. <laughs> that was intentional. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for what you're doing here. This is my first LeakyCon, actually. Well, where are you from? It's, um, I'm, I live in Sweden, but you can probably hear from the way I sound. Is, I'm, I'm not Swedish. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the United States, and I'm a member of Snapecast. Nice. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in so I long. I know. And that's what I wanted to say. We were snaping yesterday. We had a panel, and it was packed. And one of the things I really loved was finally to be snaping with a bunch of different perspectives. I was hearing all these, obviously, Irish voices as well as voices from Germany, voices from the UK. And it was really lovely to hear different perspectives that we hadn't heard when we were snaping in the United States. And so I wanted to ask, um, this is a little bit of a follow-up question to the one that was before, but do you notice differences in perspectives and issues and maybe interpretations at this con? You know, now I feel like I really missed out on not doing more canon-based programming. I was just going to say that. I didn't do a lot of canon programming. Well, I'll say that um, over the years of LeakyCon, the difference in the topics that we discuss now compared to in 2009 is mind-blowing. The ways we talk about intersectionality, the ways we talk about diversity, the ways we talk about ableism, the ways we talk about the canon relating to all these things 
is really inspiring and it's all coming direct from you guys. So um, that's, the, that's the difference. I, I don't think it's country-based, but I think it's just the progression of social awareness in our fandom has really shown itself this time. Thank you very much. Thanks. We have a couple more minutes. We can just keep going until the closing. Hi. Sure. Hi. Um, is, this is my first LeakyCon, and uh, I just wanted to know, what is it like to meet all of these stars and people? It, I'm going to take, I'll just, do it, do it. my first one. First of all, your shoes are awesome. Yeah. I love Ooh. your shoes. They're like silver sparkly. For yeah, the it's like Wizard of Oz. I love it. Um, but like for me, like you know those people, it's 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 insane. Like it's really in wonderful, and I it's super grateful. It's like meeting you guys too. It's like these people who are just as much a part of the story. Like they have a much they have a spotlight on them because they get to be a part of the screen that we all like fawn over. Mm -hmm. But um, hearing them talk about it, it's remarkable how much language and, and descriptions they use that are parallel to us as, as fans. Like they just, they're, they're like super self-aware, like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. Not, I haven't met one of them that's been like, <laughs> you're lucky to have me. You know what I mean? Like they're all right. like, yeah. I got to be a part of this and it's amazing. And so that's what's, it's really encouraging just how real and human, like yeah. I don't know if that's the right word for this, but, but they are, it's been amazing. Um, I loved, See, I always love seeing the guests that we invite make connections themselves. If you follow, sort of follow the trail of LeakyCons, a lot of like the people that have been guests at LeakyCons and the Star Kids like have become friends and done work together since, and that's so gratifying for us. I loved so much seeing you and Jim Cornish <gasps> hit it off. I love seeing Josh Wickey and um, Dan Fogler yesterday have a great time on stage in their conversation. I heard it's like a bromance now. Um, awesome. These people are just, you know, what you realize over time is that they're just people, and they are super awestruck to be in their situation anyway, mm -hmm. and you just, you just stop thinking about it like yeah. this bit, you know? Like Dan Fogler is a big star right now because of Fantastic Beasts, but he's just also just this funny guy that is an amazing Broadway actor and mm -hmm. is a fanboy. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. yeah, and one other thing that I would say that I always love to see is it's so common to hear a, you know, one of these people explain how much they actually love Harry Potter too and how they're they're a fan as well, and how these conventions are such cool little opportunities to, they, they use the phrase, you know, see the other side of all of this, because so often they're absorbed with the, the work side of it, but then they can come here and they can be a fan as well, and I just think that's super cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Great question. I have our last question. Last question. Hi, last question. So I have a really Ravenclaw question, and so I apologize, it's hard to relate to. Um, I've learned loads from this LeakyCon. Uh, this is my first LeakyCon as well, and I've been to a ton of great panels where just like proper Harry Potter geniuses are, are, are talking and contributing. Um, so I was wondering, presumably you've been to all of them, you've, you must have had some really mind-blowing moments where it's like, <gasps> that actually explains all of this stuff. So I was wondering if you could talk about some of those. Oh. Or at least just what you've learned from this LeakyCon. I realized a couple of things during the DH2 commentary. Okay. I can't remember what they are right now, yeah. but I remember having like, I never noticed that before moments, and that's insane at this stage. 
Oh yeah, what was that? It was some sort of parallel that we 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 we, well, we, we, we realized. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was great. In the battle, yeah. the the first you, things you that the trio out, John. when they're when they're running oh. towards the boathouse. Yeah. You pointed it out. It's um, right. Yeah. So you exactly. So they kept doing callbacks to like the earlier films and like in order too. So as they're leaving the castle and the battle's just getting huge, they run into a big mountain troll and then they kind of like dodge and get away from the mountain troll and then all the spiders come up, just like from Chamber of Secrets. And then, and then yeah, and then the big uh, Patronus expels all of the d d Dementors and then the dragon comes out of the back. No, there's no dragon. <laughs> they could have kept going. But uh, just those three, like, I think it was obvious how many people working on that film were feeling nostalgic and wanted to do as many callbacks as they could. And it's fun. You watch the movie over and over again, and you've noticed a new one here and there. Something I've noticed at each convention, which I love talking to people about their houses and how they see themselves and sorting and all that. Not, I love sorting so much. Do you? And shut up. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> About it. No, <laughs> I, ne I never, I never bring it up. We had to spend some more time talking about. Um, but I love talking to people about their houses and how they get sorted and how they identify with it. And so, like, I love finding that nuance and learning the different types, like the different types of Slytherins, the different types of Ravenclaws, mm -hmm. different types of Hufflepuffs. Mm -hmm. All of like. Did you see just... the Beyond the Sorting Hats song panel? Say it again. Did you see the Beyond the Sorting Hats song panel? <laughs> no. I honestly I didn't do much good. canon stuff this time, and I'm yeah. now regretting it. But yeah, that kind of stuff is just, I love that. Like, and so that, that's, it's fun how those definitions widen each time, mm. but also become more clear as well, like more mm. focused. Yeah, I want to hear, what, what was your example of something that really blew your mind? Oh, uh, just so much stuff. So um, OMG Obscurials, there was tons of stuff that I didn't um, realize in the book. So OMG Obscurials. There, um, there was an economics uh, one where I um, can't remember the name of the lady that was presenting. Lily, it, she's said, incredible. She just knows so much stuff and, and had a PowerPoint presentation and it was like my Ravenclaw was just going, yay! Um, <laughs> uh, so there was that. Um, the answers thing, some people were asking some really good questions and uh, the audience participation nature of the panel thing was really helpful because people were answering questions that I had, so that was really helpful. Very good. Awesome, thank you so well, much. Well, thank you guys. We're really close to the, to the official closing, though the expo day is still going on through about six uh -huh. over in the convention center. But we're gonna do our closing. I think it's the end of our story. Oh. Our story that's been going on all weekend, which I love so much. How great that's are those right. actors? <laughs> oh. Have you run into any of them around the space? I ran into James and Lysander and they were just chatting, like nobody was even around them and they were just chatting away about the map and how they had to fix it and like, it was, it was incredible. So stick around and thank awesome. you guys so much. Thanks everybody. Oh shoot, do you have to hear those drums? Oh, the drums. Hit some drums. I don't know why we're still talking like we're in Dallas. Oh no, shoot. We ain't there yet. Hunter, I thought you had an Irish uh, counterpart, didn't you? Uh, Scottish. No, you just we just heard your Irish counterpart. When? In the oh, that was just, <laughs> just now. I, yep, and I, I and it sounded like Irish sound. fluid Irish, because that's a language. <laughs> what was it? Any like Gaelic? A dur 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 dur. That wasn't Gaelic at no, all. No. <laughs> That's just Frankie being ridiculous. Okay. That was John so, that time. That was not me. 
No, that was all you, Frankie. So let's give him some Pottercast news. We are continuing with unrolling all of our great content from LeakyCon. That's coming in the next couple of weeks. We are still recording our chapter by chapter or our read through. Yeah, we've had a few people on Twitter being like, when do we have to read our chapter? And I'm like, we're terrible. I feel so bad that you're sitting there waiting to read this beautiful book on our lazy butts. But uh, we're going to pick it up again soon, and then we'll keep it moving. You know that they have already released the illustrated versions now of Prisoner of Azkaban? <gasps> oh, yeah. that's right. And I've been yeah, reading gorgeous. these with the it? illustrated. I haven't. I want it. I still don't even have Chamber yet. They which sent it to the office, to my office. What a great surprise. Oh, my gosh. You get just all got the, the mail cool one things. day, and there was a Prisoner of Azkaban illustrated. It was so pretty. It's you so should start sending Frankie and I, like copies of like all your freebies so we can catch up with you all oh speaking of freebies um alex and ani oh sent, yeah sent me a deathly hollows bracelet no they've way been sending they've been sending to i guess big harry potter fans um they were given a list by a certain person i know who works there um mm. and they sent me this gorgeous gold deathly hollows bracelet i will i don't know i don't think it's real gold but i'll put it i'll take a picture and i'll put it on um who is this on our patreon alex and alex and ani the um bracelet company oh i was unaware that that was a thing they, oh. they do all those interlocking kind of like wire oh like with the little charms and stuff not the charms not the not the square charms but oh. they do where it's where it's got like one charm per very thin bracelet and people wear a lot of the bracelets at once okay mm. okay it's kind of their thing if you see it you'll know what I'm, you'll know what yeah, i'm talking yeah. about but they are they have a whole harry potter line and they sent me a deathly hollows charm and it's so cool and so yeah yeah good good plan you're getting some free advertising <laughs> Alex. <and laughs> oh, if you want to do actual advertising reach out staff at pottercast.com do they have um like housing stuff house stuff I have no idea. All I know is that I'm wearing a Deathly Hallows charm and I'm feeling a little bit weird about it because of all the conversations we've had about whether this is the equivalent to a swastika. It absolutely isn't. I mean, it's fictional, so there's that. No, even in the fiction, it's not equivalent, though. It is in the fiction, but it's No, it's not in the fiction. It, Nobody it, even knows what the hell it is in the it's fiction. A, it it's is. a good and arcane symbol that's twisted to Everybody suit. knows what a swastika is, but nobody in, in the books knows what the Deathly Hollows thing is unless they've it's had it explained to them. It's a good and arcane symbol that's been twisted to suit a eugenics-crazed madman, and even while the swastika was being twisted, it, it, what we're seeing now may not be people knowing it yet but they certainly i mean look crumb got like not crumb uh grindelwald got didn't he get kicked out for leave of Durmstrang for leaving the the mark all over the walls yeah there's one that they couldn't remove because that's what crumb was saying it's like it's been there they couldn't remove it because he put it on there like it like i'm not it's trying to be difficult it is it's their version of a swastika but at the same time we as harry potter readers are on the side of xenophilius and like it's it, of its true meaning which i'm all for because it's the fiction. The reason a swastika is a swastika because it's it's hurt like real people in the real world and is a problematic for that reason. This is a fictional symbol. We get to decide. <laughs> you know, it's okay. And it's I love triangles and circles. They're my two favorite shapes. Yeah, and you know, for the, the for the ma- for the magical superiority racists out there, sure, go for it. <laughs> like, there's no magic, so you go for it. Yeah, yeah, sure, I'm on your but side. The Deathly sure. Hollows are not. I'm offended. There is magic. I hate. Like a hateful quest, like no, 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 no. They're, We're they're talking... not. The the art. You're right. The origin of it, John, is not in hatred. Just like the swastika symbol, it's not at all what it. It's not about what it started as. It's about what it ends up as. 
Yeah, people don't associate it with temples anymore. People associate it with Nazis. And so the same difference right. is like with the Deathly Hollows, they don't associate it with the quest anymore of the Hallows. They associate it with Grindelwald. Who does? Everyone. Wizard kind. They're, Since it's when? The same. Since the war where a lot of people died because of the beliefs attached to that How symbol, just like World War II. How hard was it for II. Harry to track down somebody who could even explain it to him? He had to go to Xenophilius. Right. But none of the kids in school would have recognized it like any kid in school today would recognize a swastika. The adults do. Well, I'm, I'm assuming maybe maybe I'm glazing over this, but... Maybe it's not as extreme in the wizarding world, but it's there's a clear line a clear bright line a clear analogy it's definitely the same for crumb and i'd argue maybe it is maybe not for the holes because he went to school there and saw it every day so maybe that's yeah. why he was so and that would be like it. seeing and it, yeah. it would be like seeing it in germany where aren't you like isn't it actually against the law to carry a flag with the symbol on it in germany they're like the super strict over there about anything related to not and but as they should then, be that it would be very intense where crumb is from and not as intense where it didn't have the most impact you know yeah exactly yeah. well that was a fun little canonical exploration in the drums <laughs> thanks <laughs> alex and Ani. the Guess things that we take that seriously advertising after all we sort of went on a thing there i swear if you want to wear a, a hate symbol on your wrist contact it's not yourself. a hate symbol <laughs> listen Listen, they didn't send me nothing, so I have no allegiances. <laughs> and they've also paid nothing for this ad. Exactly. Second zero allegiances. Speaking of this uh, Deathly Hollow symbol, <laughs> when I was at the studio tour hey. in Leavesden recently, um, I found it, like, all over Dumbledore's office. Did you guys know this? No. Yeah, like, in his cabinet, where all of his little, little uh, trinket trinkets and things are, there are so many of these triangular, like, sculptures that have the uh, circle in the middle with, like, the line going down through it. And there's that counted at least six or seven of them. Okay, and wow. I, I want to know when those were introduced. They, they were probably introduced, like, what? Book six? Hard Film to know, six? Right? Like, if they did that, like, way back in movie three, wow, claps, props. But if it was just sure. for the film that... It was about, then I would expect as much. I'll say that when I was on the set before the seventh movie or the seventh book came out, came out, I didn't see it. But then again, I wasn't looking for it, so right. I, I mean, I, I was looking just, like crazy for yeah. any weird detail. Do you, do you think it was just some art art designer just going crazy and doing the thing? It's or? certainly possible because you know it was a, a you know three D object and it was not like we've never really seen the deathly hollow symbol portrayed that way it was always a flat drawing um but you know i think it was definitely cl close enough and repetitive enough that uh there's there's a good chance that it was intended to represent that and i mean like they have had books coming out so much more in advance than those last run of films like yeah they knew the symbol and so it very well could have been something like oh yeah let's pat this in there i took a few pictures um when i was at the studio too Ooh, post them post them so i'll post them for the patreons here and you guys can let me know uh what you think maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm not but chances are i'm not because you know come on probably not john chances you are rarely are. crazy you're often frustrating but you're rarely crazy this <laughs> is true this is so true <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of patreon um we have been getting feedback 
from our patrons on the kind of uh, repeating segments that are going to appear on our podcast on about the with the books and with podcasts in the future so if you want to be somebody that helps us determine the direction of the show please come and support us on the patreon that's patreon.com slash and that's super helpful for us we like i mean at least for me i love structure and i can like bounce around in it and so like if you have insights or opinions or strong opinions <laughs> well what's so wonderful is that it's not just like tweeting out into the void you get you get automatically a group of self-selecting really invested actually ask actually financially invested people um who really want to see the show do great so i i love the conversations there and i, I like getting to know the patrons and if you want to see that live cam into frankie's apartment to watch his cat play <laughs> uh, you can find that there on patreon too so you gotta give the people i would be afraid to do that because then uh, one day i just forget it's on and people will get a show that they don't want to see. Well, that's like half the reason they would be buying their Patreon subscription. Oh, but Frank, Frankie. Frankie's going to post up his photos. We're going to continue building the community there. Um, and we are finding little bits from LeakyCon that are special just to our Patreon. Wonderful. Like this Medusa yeah. drawing I'm drawing. What are you drawing today? I'm drawing Medusa and then myself like 15 times. Because I was trying well, to... That like is quality the content. The Medusa? Because I was going to try to draw... No. I was going to try to draw a comic... But I can't get this, the character down, the characterization down right, so I've just drawn myself in a cape like five times. <laughs> I wish I could just draw That's myself valid. in a cape. And then I drew oh 11. Lord. Ooh, yeah, oh did. my God. Can we do a Stranger Things episode, you guys? <gasps> okay. How good is this show? Okay. That's great. Ugh. Don't say anything about the last episode of the, of the second season. Ugh, I just rewatched that again. I watched it. I really do like this show. I watched it, but I fell asleep in the middle. So, like, I remember the 20 minutes in the beginning and the 20 minutes at the end, but not the meat. So, I need yeah. to rewatch that. I do not see any evidence to suggest that, however, that it would make a good, like, podcast type of show in the, in the way that Harry Potter does. Because I do not see a heck of a lot of, um, you know... It's things placed in the story that you could use to predict the outcome of what's going to happen, like is everywhere in Harry Potter. It's just kind of like, let's go on this ride with these kids and and like. Well, I think part of the problem is that happens. they drop them seasons whole, and so like yeah. you can't right. really. So. It's talking about like a whole book. You know what right. I mean? Like there are stuff to talk about. I want to definitely know about the different numbers. You know, because mm -hmm. we met we met eight, and that was amazing. And so now I want to yeah. know if there are any boys or if this is just like a female thing. Oh, interesting. Um, I want to know right. if there are other type of psychics because we have a telekinetic and someone who can cast illusions. Like, what else is there? Is there yeah. someone to hear thoughts? Someone that can like, like, I, I'm all about okay, that. That's the big, the big we're getting thing a little, is like. We're getting a little. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway. We can talk about Stranger Things on our Twitters. <laughs> we, you can, you can add us. John's at J. Noe, Frack's at yeah. Frack Fracko, Amit, Wilson, Ellie. Damn it. Podcast is at Podcast. We are at Podcast, but we won't be talking about Stranger Things there. Most Generally, likely. no. Generally, no. All right. So, next, uh, the next time you hear from us, it will be to have an interview with Alfred Eno. <gasps> Holy he, Dean uh, Thomas! Yeah. Dean Thomas and also Wes from uh, How to Get Away with Murder. That's right. That's so cool. What a nice dude. All right, cool. so let's let's go, guys. Bye. All right, see you later. See ya. We've missed it. W three. I confess myself 
disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs>